Welcome back, people, to the Start Simple Podcast with me, Andy, who it's always me. So if it's the first time you've listened to it, then, you know, nice to meet you. But if, in fact, if it's the first time you've listened to the podcast, hold on a minute, get back. You've got about 60-odd episodes to go and get stuck into there. Um, but today's episode, we're going to carry on from what the sort of mini topics that I started or mini series that I started last week where we go in on one topic and we talk about it in a lot of detail. Um, a few of you sent me nice messages after last week, so I'm going to carry on until I run out of ideas because that's how it works. Um, if you find this useful, again, like this, I say this all the time because I don't think you realize the impact it has, but please share the podcast, tell people about it, tag me, message me if you listen. Um, if you want to find out more about working with me one-to-one or any of my programs, just drop me a message on Instagram. Um, and if anything on this podcast rings true or you've got questions off the back of it, well, fire a message. So today's, as you can, today's podcast, as you can probably see by the title, we're going to talk all things calories. Now, this was actually, this idea came to me off the back of a question a friend had, um, which is actually going to be the very last thing we cover because of how much detail I want to give you about calories today for you to understand. Because I think in fitness now, Everybody says calories. Like there isn't a personal trainer who goes by one single day without saying the words calorie, calories, calorie deficit, something like that. You probably can't open up your phone and go on an Instagram account of a personal trainer and not see them say calories. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand them. It's not just about having a word thrown at you. I want you to understand what it actually means and why it's referred to, which is what this episode's going to be about. So let's start with that exact question. What is a calorie. Hey, we could play this like a, a play-along quiz. If you know the answer, shout it out. Obviously, I can't hear you. And you could be like on a walk, and it'd be a bit weird if you are currently walking your dog and you're in the middle of the park and you start shouting out answers. So play it in your head. Don't shout it out loud. Um, I do, actually. It could be really funny. Then tell the person who heard you shouting about the podcast. Anyway, tangents. What is a calorie? Okay. Really simple. A calorie is our body's best form of measurement for energy. A calorie is a form of energy. Okay? So really important you understand that. Calorie, energy. It's why you may hear people use the phrase calorie deficit or energy deficit. It's the same thing. We're talking about the same thing. It's a measurement of energy. Now, how do we decide on this energy? Like you see calories on food packets, you know the calories of, I don't know, a chicken breast, or you might see the calories of a chocolate bar. How do we dictate all these different food choices, drink choices, and these places where calories come from, which we're going to talk about in a little bit more detail soon? How do we actually decide, okay, well, a lettuce leaf has however many calories and a bar of dairy milk has however many calories? And we use something that's called a bomb calorimeter. Pretty sure I've said that second word right, calorimeter. Yeah, bomb calorimeter. Now that sounds quite extreme, isn't it? That sounds like fucking, sorry for swearing. That's not, do you know what? Despite it being my podcast, I still cannot swear without saying I'm sorry for swearing. But bomb calorie meter sounds quite extreme, doesn't it? It sounds like something Dr. Evil would have in his layer in Austin Powers or something like that. And it's not actually that dramatic. So a bomb calorie meter is essentially what we use to measure how much calories in a food. So what we would do, well, I say we would do it, me and you wouldn't do it scientists would do this and people in labs that test food would do it but to calculate the calorie content of food they put 
the food or a sample of this food in a bomb calorie meter and they burn it, right? And when they burn that food, it releases energy. Now, in this bomb calorie meter, it's filled with water. When that food releases energy, and honestly, I'm just telling you this for your own information. It's not important that you know this process. It's not going to impact your own fitness journey. I just think for the context of where calories come from, I'm, I'm going into detail on this one. But then, so we will burn that food and that food would release energy. And when that energy is released, it will cause the water within this bomb calorie meter to rise. Okay. And we use that to estimate the amount of calories within the food. So one calorie is decided by the amount of heat that we need to raise one gram of water by one degree Celsius. Again, that don't, please don't listen to that and think, oh my God, now when I'm tracking calories, I'm going to have to understand what a bomb calorie meter is. You don't, you never have to think about it again. I've just explained it for you for context so that you know. I think importantly here, you see a lot of people online or selling books or on the most famous podcast in the UK at the moment, they've had some people on talking around nutrition and those people have chatted a bit of shit, to be honest with you. Um, if they want to come on my podcast, they can, but I doubt it. And you'll hear people say things like calories don't count. Calories are an old school way of understanding nutrition and it just isn't true. So I just want you to understand that calories aren't like a, a theory Calories are just a unit of measurement and that's how we decide what they are or how many calories are in a given food. So we then have the calories that we consume and then we obviously have calories that we expend. Because this is important, right? There's something called, and I would love to sit here and pretend that I was an absolute Einstein genius. But I actually went through my old uh, notes before re recording this podcast um, from the course that I did in nutrition because I wanted the name of this. And the name of it is the first law of thermodynamics. And that law states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be modified in form. So again, remembering that calories are energy, that energy has to have something done with it. So we're either going to use it we're either going to burn it or we're going to store it. When we store energy, that's often in the form of body fat or muscle. Usually body fat. It's very hard to immediately store energy as muscle. But anyway. Um, so those calories, that energy, we have in two formats. We have the calories that we take in through our food and through our drink. And we have the calories that we expend and the calories that um, leave our body. Okay. So we're going to start with calories in food and drink. Um, and our calories are broken down into three main macronutrients and there is a fourth one. So we have protein. You'll hear me talk about that a lot. We have carbohydrates and we have fats and there are three main macronutrients and together they calculate into our calories. So one gram of protein has four calories. One gram of carbohydrates has four calories. One gram of fats has nine calories. Again, these aren't like numbers that you have to absolutely memorize or understand. I think it's just important to understand what makes up our calories and that comes from those three main macronutrients and then we have one other which is alcohol which is classed as its own separate macronutrient one gram of alcohol has seven calories and combine those things will make up our total calorie intake okay combined those things will make up our total calorie intake and then we have our calories out because of course we consume calories but equally we're going to expend calories and there's a there's a few 
caveats to... Well, there's, there's also caveats to calories in, but I'm going to come back to that. But there's also caveats to calories out. Because it's always an estimation. It's never... It's, it, we, we never have an exact science. It's really important you understand that. When we... Whether you are calculating a calorie deficit using an app like MyFitnessPal or anything, it's never exact to the letter. It's always estimations. So we, ex- we expend and we burn our calories in four different ways. We have our basic metabolic rate, which it makes up the vast majority, to be honest. Those are the things that keep you alive, essentially. Your BMR is your bodily functions that keep you alive. Without them, you'd be in serious trouble and you would not be listening to this podcast. But again, your BMR is based on an equation. Your BMR isn't like a set in science number and it can differ in certain in, in certain individuals. Um, PCOS, hypothyroid, if you have potentially lost a large amount of weight, that can change your basic metabolic rate. Important just to say on that, that's nothing to do with your metabolism crashing. People will say, oh, my metabolism's broke. No, it's not. Uh, your metabolism to be genuinely impacted would have been diagnosed by a doctor. It's, it's very, very rare. So please, I've had people come to me before and they think, I've just got, my, my metabolism's just broke from years of dieting. That's not what happens. Um, so your BMR is the first way for expending calories. The second is called our thermic effect of food. So of course, when you're eating, your digestive system has work to do, right? It has to digest the food that you're eating and that requires energy. So simply for digesting food, that requires energy. And those macronutrients that I've just mentioned, some of those require more energy than other, particularly protein. So protein has a higher thermic effect than carbohydrates and fats. That means that for your body to digest protein, it will burn more calories digesting a steak than it would if it was digesting um, a cup of rice, if calories were matched, obviously. Again, does that mean that I want you to only eat protein because it'll burn more calories? No, but it's another extra benefit of a high-protein diet. Is it a major win? It's not enough that I push it too much, but it's better than a low-protein diet. We then have a non-exercise activity thermogenesis, often referred to as NEAT, which is basically your movement in a day, right? How much you move day to day. Um, and that just doesn't just mean your steps, but like, so I have a habit of like tapping my feet and rocking my ankle. That is NEAT. That is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That's me moving my body. If you are, maybe you click your fingers or maybe you're, you tap your hand or you just move around a little bit. All of those little movements are your knee and they can happen consciously and subconsciously. We can reduce our movement without being knowing. That would be subconscious. We can decide to make sure we hit 10,000 steps. That's conscious. And then you have um, exercise, energy, expenditure. And again, much like BMR, this is always just an estimation. So when we are, you know, using these Apple watches, and there's nothing wrong with these watches, by the way. I think they're amazing. Um, And they're really useful tools for certain aspects. But very inaccurate when it comes to knowing how many calories you've burned. Um, Not to mention, I'm going to come back to why calories aren't always accurate. Um, But anyway, you also expend calories during exercise naturally. I wouldn't ever focus on that, particularly as a means for fat loss, because you just don't burn that many calories during exercise and you probably don't exercise that much during a week. Um, But it is another form of expenditure. So are calories... 100% 100% accurate because this is a claim you'll hear right people are going to say to you you shouldn't count calories or you shouldn't think about calories because it's not accurate it's not it's not real and they'll just chat shit ultimately um are they 100% accurate no but 
my little cherubs. They are the best thing that we currently have, and unless some new research comes out, which is highly unlikely, they will be the best form of measuring our energy intake for as long as those guys are alive. You know, maybe in a few hundred years, the science will change and somebody will get an even more specific way of monitoring these things, but it's as good as we're getting. And people will try to be clever here. I swear, it does me head in. People will try to be clever and manipulate People will try to be clever and manipulate these sayings and these phrases because it can be done. And when they use these manipulation tactics, it can all, it, the way that things are worded can be correct. But the information they're putting out is incorrect. So I'm going to give you some tools now so you can spot that bullshit, basically. Um, so are they 100% accurate? Not quite. That information can get skewed. Because, okay, let's start with calories in. Let's do it that way. Let's go calories in and then let's go calories out. So where would our intake of calories not be 100% accurate despite um, us thinking that we've been 100% on it and we know exactly how many calories we've consumed or something like that. So firstly, we don't digest all the foods that we consume. Fiber is the perfect example of that. So one gram of fiber is two calories, okay? One gram of fiber is two calories, and that would come within the bracket of carbohydrates. However, because we don't digest fiber, it means that when we consume a carbohydrate, we need to remove those two calories of fiber. So if you remember, I just said that one gram of carbohydrates is four calories. Well, if we're gonna remove, if it was a gram of carbohydrate containing fiber, and we're gonna remove that fiber because we didn't digest it, so we didn't require the energy for it, that would now mean only two calories. Now, do you see four calories to two calories? So small. That is minute. Let's say we would like to think that you're eating 30 grams of fiber a day. Okay? A lot of people don't hit that amount. That is such a small amount of calories to ever actually impact. However, if somebody was to use the phrase, well, we don't digest all the food, all the calories that we consume, so we shouldn't be using calories, they would be right. We don't digest all the calories, but the difference that that makes, two calories for one gram of fiber, is so little that it's never been a consideration for me in terms of when I would consider talking to somebody about calories or looking into calories. Another thing, and so many people don't know this, by the way, food labeling in the UK is allowed, and rightly so, because you cannot make every single meal exactly the same. It'd be a very difficult task for people involved in um, food manufacturing, essentially. Um, So food labeling is allowed to be 15% inaccurate. So you may, this is going to test my maths, isn't it? You may have a meal that, I don't know, let's say that you get a shepherd's pie. You're on your way home. Right, here's here's what's happened, yeah. You're on your way home from work. It's five o'clock. You realize you got nothing in. So you nip to Tesco. You want to that Tesco finest section where you can just get a little oven ready meal and it says shepherd's pie, 500 calories. You think, yes, sound, going to have that. You have that shepherd's pie. Because food labeling is allowed to be 15% inaccurate, it could be 425 calories. It could be 575 calories. Pretty sure that 75 is 500. Anyway, if there are thereabouts, don't judge the maths. So food labeling is allowed to be inaccurate. And then this is the most common thing that I see. And I'm going to say this now, and somebody listening is going to be, I don't do that. One of you listening will say, I don't do that. No, no, he's not talking about me. And even though I've just said that, you're still going to think it. You're still going to be like, not me. I don't do that. 
you underreport your own calorie intake. You are not aware of your own calorie intake, whether it's grazing on a few bits at work, whether it's nicking a chip off the kid's plate, whether it's just lack of awareness around portion sizes. In so many studies, people have been asked to tell tell the people running the studies, how many calories have you consumed today? People consistently underreport, even when there was a financial incentive in one of the studies. So they would have got money if they were accurate, which, you know, if there's financial incentive, people tend to be on it a little bit more. Even in that situation, people were still underreporting calories. So you listening to this, if you think you don't do it, if you think, oh no, I know how many calories I consume daily, you don't. Whatever you think it is, it's more than likely it's more. There's nothing wrong with that, but just have the awareness. Same for me. Like, nutritionists, they study dietitians and ask them to report their own calories. They've still underreported. It's really common is my point. So that's where our calories that we're consuming, we, we aren't always 100% accurate with. And then in terms of our calories that we expend then. So like I said, your basic metabolic rate, if you've say lost a large amount of weight, PCOS, those sort of things, your BMR can be... Um, you know, you might have an equation. So there's something called the Harrison-Benedict equation. You could do that, which is a very accurate way of estimating your BMR. But again, if you, so somebody with PCOS, go to the PCOS podcast if you want to know more about that. Um, can Their the BMR can be impacted by up to 40%. So that equation would be almost irrelevant from them. Exercise. So this, even the fact that the watches are inaccurate, like I've said, the more you exercise, so let's say you run a 5K, right? And you find it quite difficult and you burn, just for sake of this argument, 400 calories. But you keep practicing, you keep running, you run, you run, you run. And in six weeks time, you run that same 5k again and it feels a little bit better. That's because you become more efficient at that exercise. So instead of burning 400 calories now, it's a little bit easier. So now that 5k only burns 300 calories. Again, a place where calories won't always be 100% accurate by your estimation because your fitness watch would probably still say the same number. I've touched on this briefly, but your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, subconsciously, particularly when people are dieting, this is why I think step watches are a great thing if you are trying to lose body fat. Um, subconsciously, your activity levels will reduce and that comes from your NEAT reducing, the amount you move reducing. So these are all just things to be aware of when it comes to calories. Sorry, I'm a little drink of water. So then, in fact, this is going to be the last little bit that I talk about now. And it's funny, this is what my friend asked me that is what prompted this being a podcast episode. So they basically said they're all calories equal, which is healthier, they said. Um, if you were to eat 2,000 calories, or the 2,000 calories of whatever, chocolate, 2,000 calories of vegetables, um does it actually matter is what they asked me. Here is the best way that I can explain that to you, right? Let's say I offer you a hundred quid, right? I say to you, you can have a hundred quid. All you've got to do is run 50 meters in 20 seconds. Pretty achievable for most of you, right? I give you two options, right? I say to you, you can either run one path that's over there and there's nothing on it. It's just a flat road. Off you go. Or you can run the second path that's over there. But do you remember that psycho wolf? Is that what he's called from gladiators? And all the gladiators, actually. It's 50 meters uphill, and wolf and all his gladiator mates are going to try and stop you getting to the end. 
whichever one you want, pick one of the two roads. I'll give you a hundred quid if you do it. You're going to pick the first road, aren't you? Now, when it comes to your nutrition, although, yeah, 2,000 calories of chocolate, 2,000 calories of protein, fruit, vegetables, single ingredient foods, although it's the same calorie value, the reality of you sticking to things like a deficit when choosing less nutrient-dense food is the equivalent of you running up that fucking hill against Wolf. And that's not ending well, because he was horrible. So, yes, on paper, a calorie is equal because they're the same measurement. A calorie to a calorie is the exact same measurement. But when we tally that up and when we look at the quality of all of the calories that you consume, the reality is it's just very unlikely that you would just consume 2,000 calories of those more processed foods because they aren't very filling. They lack in things like fiber. They don't make you feel energetic. And you don't need me to tell you this. You've probably had those experiences. They don't have micro... They don't have micronutrients. They don't have the vitamins, the minerals of 2,000 calories of these foods that aren't processed. Your vegetables, your fruits, the stuff that I tell you about all the time, right? So when you say... Are calories equal? The calories a measurement is, yes. But when we look at an overall diet, no, they're not equal in terms of what they offer you, what they can give you back. And I think you know that. And I think most people know that. But often we want to just say the phrase, oh, well, this chocolate bar was only 200 calories. And there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. Maybe we'll do an episode on like things like relationship with food and including these things within your diet. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just having that awareness that, Different foods provide our bodies with different things. So is there anything else when it comes to calories? I do not believe there is at this moment in time. So hopefully you found this episode interesting. Hopefully it taught you a little bit, made you realize things around calories that maybe you weren't aware of in the past. If you found it useful, please tell people you know, tell the world about it. Let me know, tag me on Instagram. And if you've got requests for the podcast, if you want me to do this for any other topics to go in detail a little bit more, You just need to send me a message um, and we can get that done, no problem. So have a good day, people. See you soon.